Do you want to learn effective ways to build relationships, generate sales, and grow your business from successful entrepreneurs, startups, and CEOs without listening to a long, long, long interview? If so, you've come to the right place. Gresham Harkness values your time and is ready to share with you precisely the information you're in search of. This is the I Am CEO Podcast. Hello, hello, hello. This is Gresh from the I Am CEO Podcast, and I have a very special guest on the show today. I have Devin Miller of Miller IP Law. Devin, it's awesome to have you on the show. Hey, it's great to be here and excited to, to be on the show. Yeah, absolutely. I'm super excited to have you on as well, too. And before we jumped in, I want to read a little bit more about Devin so you can hear about all the awesome things that he's doing. And Devin established his first startup while earning his law and MBA degree. And since then, he has set up several startups and enjoyed every minute of it. Devin is an entrepreneur who is also a patent and trademark attorney. Devin has obtained several degrees, including a law degree and a master's in business administration. And Devin also has degrees in electrical engineering and Mandarin Chinese. While working for large law firms, helping Fortune 100 company clients like Amazon.com, Intel, Red Hat, and Ford with their intellectual property, Devin quickly realized that there weren't many good intellectual property legal resources out there for startups and small businesses. As an entrepreneur, himself, Devin wanted to help other business owners learn about patents, trademarks, copyrights, so they can build value into their businesses and protect their assets. In addition to founding and running his own patent and trademark law firm, Miller IP Law, Devin has helped found uh, several startups, including a multi-million dollar startup for wearable glucose monitoring. Devin also runs a product development company that helps startups and small businesses with developing their ideas and products. And Devin has been married to his college sweetheart for 10 years, and they live in U-Haul with four children. Devin's focus on being home each evening with his family to help Find a balance between an exciting career and a well-rounded family life. Devin, are you ready to speak to the IMCO community? I am ready to go. And that was a great intro. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. You're doing so many phenomenal things. I love that we get the opportunity to have you on the show to learn a little bit more on how you're able to do so many things. And and uh, I guess I know I touched on it in your bio. I wanted to, to kind of hear a little bit more on how you got started. Could you take us through your CEO story? And we'll let you get started with all the awesome things you're working on. Yeah, and it depends on CEO of which company, but I can uh, give you a bit of the story. So as I said, I'm a bit of a serial entrepreneur. So I love law, the law side, doing patent and trademarks, working with, working with other companies. Uh, by the same token, I love to run my own company. So you kind of hit on the bio I've done, and I'm still actively involved in a lot of the companies and several of my own startups, of which I am part of, and also on uh, Miller IP Law. I founded uh, that and started that about two years ago. So within that journey, Going all the way back to the some of the startup side, first startup was started, as you mentioned, and in, in when I was doing my or MBA in law degree at the same time, that actually started, I entered a, there was, I saw a sign that said, hey, business competitions have come see a, a session, join or join a team or find a team or something like that. So I went, didn't know anybody there, found a few other people that didn't know anybody else there. We joined or started a team and the first, uh, we entered the first year um, with a, I think it was for athletic gear in order to make gym bags or not stink as much. And we did that, took second place, didn't do much more with it, but got to the second portion of the, um, or second year of the competition and was saying, Hey, we want to come back. We kind of got the group back together. We're going to do it again. And decided that we didn't like the first year's idea. So we said, Hey, okay, let's come up with a new idea. Came Struggle for a while, came up with some stupid ideas before we came to, and I was walking home one day and says, 
hey, you know, wouldn't it be at that time? And I still do quite a bit. I was getting into running. So I, I ran my first marathon, nice. did horrible, not horribly from time wise, but it was painful in the sense I didn't hydrate as much. I said, wouldn't it be cool if you could have a wearable? And this was the time before iWatch or, or Apple Watch or Fitbits. None of those are out yet. It'd be cool to have a wearable that I could actually monitor my hydration level and see where I'm at. So that took me on down on it. We re-entered that, came or did the business competition again, got to the end of it and said, hey, I'm moving back to Utah. I'm graduating and you guys are all going across the country. I'd like to just buy you out and continue this on on my own. Doesn't make sense to have everybody spread across the country. So that got my journey of a whole long story short is that started me down the path of entrepreneurship. I ran that alongside those companies alongside and continue to grow them alongside doing my full-time job, which was a lot of lot or a patent attorney worked for a number of firms did that. And I kind of got to a point where I was wanting to do my own thing, both from the side hustles that I've been doing, growing those, those are getting bigger. We had investor dollars, they were getting or gaining traction. And I also wanted to do the law firm and say, Hey, I want to both combine all my interests and set my own direction, all of these. So I spun out, did my own thing full time, started Miller IP law and said, Hey, now as I'm doing this, where do I, what do I want to do as a law firm? Where do I enjoy it? That's with startups and small businesses. That's where I want to focus. So that was a short question, a much longer answer, but that kind of gives you an idea of uh, at least kind of what got me down to the path of running my own companies and being the CEO. Nice. I absolutely love those stories and, and love, you know, how and hearing how everything kind of unfolds from there. Was that kind of like a startup weekend, one of those kind of opportunities or was it something a little bit local where you it guys? Was, no, it was like it was a multidisciplinary business competition. We did it over uh, the space of two semesters. Uh, they started, you formed the team, come meet, we'd meet every week, have come up with their idea, start to reduce it to practice come up with our prototype business pitch and everything. And then like February, March timeframe, you'd go present it to a panel of judges and try and win the competition. Okay, cool. Yeah, I've always, uh, I've actually uh, covered some of those events, some of those types of events, uh, but it's always great to see how people, uh, you know, come together uh, from different backgrounds and different places and then come up with some really phenomenal um, ideas. So as you work in and in, in, in helping out so many business owners with Miller IP law, I know you, know that very, very well. Can you take us through a little bit more on what you're doing with your clients there, how you support and, and, and kind of help them to succeed? Yeah. So a whole bunch of things that we try and do and hopefully do very well. So, you know, some of the things we looked at with the law firm, you know, and saying, Hey, what do, what is the barriers or what is pe what do people hate about law firms? What do they hate about patent and trademark attorneys? What can we do better? How can we improve the system? So one of it was people always are afraid to go into an attorney to even ask questions because they figure they're going to have to pay it. They're going to have to get charged a whole bunch. And then they're saying, Hey, if I, I have to go in a hunt, few, spend a few hundred dollars and I may not even need it yet. And so they kind of bashful. So one thing we did was we set up free strategy meetings or strategy sessions where people can come in, ask their questions, don't have no costs associated with it. And then I'll give them an honest answer saying, you know, not only just from a legal perspective, but from a business perspective, Hey, this may make sense. Here's a strategy. Let's talk about it. Here's some ideas or, Hey, this doesn't make sense right now, or it doesn't make sense at all, but kind of have that kind of frank conversation and, and answer those. Um, in addition, we also said, Hey, what is the, you know, one of the frustrations is people always feel like attorneys, it's an open-ended check. You never know how much you're going to spend. You never know what they're going to charge you. And even if they give you a price quote, usually it goes right past that. So he said, why don't we make it easily understood? What is this going to cost you? What are you in for? Or how or help people to budget for it? So we did it on flat fees. So each time we save 
here's our fee. This includes our fees, governmental fees, everything you need to do for a patent application or a trademark application. So we did that. Um, another thing that we're actively working on that we haven't rolled out yet, it'll probably roll out within about the next month, is we actually are working on building a community. So as you come in, you're a client of the firm, we'll actually share with all of our other clients and that, hey, we've got this new client, they offer this services. This is what they do. Here's what they can help out with. And here's what their needs are. Maybe you need a new, uh, you know, new software developer, or you need a prototype, or you need marketing service. And then anybody else as a client can pitch in and say, hey, we offer those services, or I recommend these. But it kind of creates that community of, hey, we're not just here to do patents or trademarks, but we really are helping startups and small businesses all the steps along the way. So that's a few things that we're doing. Nice. I absolutely love that, especially that ecosystem community piece, because I think, as you know, obviously the, the legal aspect is very, very important, but it's not the only aspect of business absolutely. and to be able to kind of create those synergies and those opportunities for people to connect and blossom and, and flourish is definitely uh, phenomenal. Um, so I, I wanted to ask you now for what I call your secret sauce, and this could be for you personally or your business or a combination of both, but what do you feel kind of sets you apart and makes you unique? Um, it's a good question. I mean, lots of things. But probably the, the thing that I feel sets me apart is that I have both the, and, and I've ingrained it into the firm. So I've kind of made it part of the culture, but I have both the, I've done startups and small businesses as well as doing the legal side, which a lot of times you'll get attorneys that are very, I always used to joke, but I think there's a lot of truth to it, that attorneys are great about giving legal advice and they're terrible about giving business advice in the sense that they've never really done a startup. They never really run a business. They're usually just very, trained very well in the legal aspect, but they don't give much, I don't have much advice outside of that. So having that experience of, hey, I've actually done startups, I've run my own business, not even just law firms, but outside of that, full startups, had to go everything from product development, budgeting, bringing on people, firing people, um, you know, doing, or bringing in investor dollars and doing all of the gamut, it gives a much different perspective and I think gives a more holistic look at things. So that's one of the things that we do that I don't, I think sets us apart Another interesting thing that I don't think is hard, but sets us apart is we're, we, we try and be much more responsive. Usually we pick up the phone as soon as you call or the email, we respond as soon as you email. And we have a rule that, you know, we almost always will do within 30 minutes and absolutely within 24 hours. The interesting thing about that legal field is one where the average response time for an attorney. So whether you email them, call them, text them, whatever, is three to five days. I mean, anytime you reach out to them, it takes three to five days for them. Some are much worse at that, fewer better than that. So we set ourselves apart by saying, hey, we're going to be responsive. You try and give us a call, we're going to respond to you. We're not going to leave you hanging. We do that a lot better. And then we, last thing, and again, short, short questions always lead to long answers, <laughs> no is worries. that uh, we also look and say, we're going to take this from a hard teacher. We're actually going to educate you or teach you as to what you need to know and understand it as opposed to just, here's what you do and now give, me, give us some money and we'll do it for you type of a thing. Absolutely. So I wanted to switch gears a little bit and I wanted to ask you for what I call a CEO hack. So this could be like an app, a book or a habit that you have, but what's something that makes you more effective and efficient? I'll take it from the effective and efficient. One of the things that we've done is we do a lot of automations and automation gets a bad name, bad name or bad rap in the sense that, you know, typically when I think of automations is I call customer service and I get, I get 20 different numbers that I have to get directed to. I have to answer the same questions five times. And then somebody finally picks up on the phone and they say, Oh, you, you got the wrong, or something, or <laughs> wrong division. <laughs> Let me transfer you. Then you start all over and you hate it. That, not that kind of automation, but we look and say, 
what are the touch points that we really won't need to be available for? We need to, you know, emails we need to respond to, you know, different things we need to be there and be, but if it's like, hey, for instance, a follow-up or providing them more information or making sure things move along, some of that can be automated and done very well so that we still make sure that things are moving through. We give people the status updates, but we're not, we're spending the time on the things that we can add the most value to as opposed to the things that just are needing to get done. So we are, one of the things that we, I put a big focus on that helps both in efficiency, helps on quality, and I think helps or provides a big benefit to the clients is what can we automate so that we can spend the time on the things that we can't automate, the things that we can add the most value to. And I think that is put it or freed up a lot more time and, and allowed us to be a lot more efficient and provide better quality. Um, so uh, now I wanted to ask you for what I call a CEO nugget. And this could be a word of wisdom or piece of advice. It might be something you would tell a client, or if you hopped into a time machine, you might tell your younger business self. Yeah. And, and it's, as I may, may mention, so I do a podcast myself and I, I love being doing podcasts. We do it from a different perspective, different audience, but I, our podcast is, is focused on a lot of in startups and small businesses. So I'll give that nugget in the sense of this is the one that I hear from most entrepreneurs, most startups and what they would always do. And I think it's the one that I find to be reoccurring the most is to just get in and get started. And whether it's a, you know, the thing that I find most people when I talk to them is, Hey, I wish I would get started five years ago. I love it. I'm passionate about it. It's been so much more fun. I enjoy it. And it's been rewarding. I wish I'd done it five years ago. And I think that that holds true probably for everybody else. Awesome. 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 So now I wanted to ask you my absolute favorite question, which is the definition of what it means to be a CEO. And we're hoping to have different quote unquote CEOs on the show. So Devin, what does being a CEO mean to you? I'll, I'll put it as, so there's one book that I love to read, which is, it's by Dave Ramsey. A lot of people know Dave Ramsey and it's out there. It's called Entree Leadership. And that's kind of where if I were to define what a CEO is, it really is a on in entree leadership, as you can probably guess, is entrepreneur mixed with leadership. So I think if I were to define what a CEO is, it really is that mixture. You can be a great leader, but if you're not entrepreneur, if you're not coming up with new ideas, if you're not leading the company as to what the next direction is, you're really not being a CEO. Devin, truly appreciate that definition. I appreciate your time even more. What I wanted to do is pass you the mic, so to speak, just to see if there's anything additional you can let our readers and listeners know. And of course, how best they can get a hold of you, subscribe to the podcast and find out about all those things you're working on. Yeah, so I'll give you three ways to connect up with you or connect up with me, depending on you know what you're looking for. So, if you're just looking for generally find out more about the law firm Miller IP Law, go to our website. Um, just go to uh, lawwithmiller.com, and you can find out more about the law firm, our prices, our turnaround times, what we do, and everything about us. If it's more specifically you're wanting any questions about patents, trademarks, anything of that nature. You can go to freestrategymeeting.com, sign up for a, a, a free strategy meeting. We'll talk through those questions. Want to talk to me directly, whether it's questions, anything I do, find out more about me or shoot the breeze, whatever, whatnot. You can just go to meetdevin.com. Both of the free strategy meeting and the meetdevin.com link to my calendar gives you a time. Find when I'm available. I'm absolutely happy to chat. So those are the easiest ways to connect up with me. And I certainly am happy to talk with anybody about anything that they have on their mind. Awesome. 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 Thank you so much again, Devin. We will have the links and information in the show notes as well, too, just so that everybody can follow up with you as well. But I truly appreciate you for reminding us of how important it is to kind of sharpen this saw and you providing so much mentorship and, and advice to us as well, too, because I think that's the way to be successful and who you surround yourself around. So I appreciate you for doing that today, doing that for the community and everything you're building as well, too. And I hope you have a phenomenal rest of the day. Thank you for listening to the I Am CEO podcast powered by Blue 16 Media. Tune in 
next time and visit us at imceo.co. IMCEO is not just a phrase, it's a community. Be sure to follow us on social media and subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Google Play, and everywhere you listen to podcasts. Subscribe and leave us a five-star rating. Grab CEO Gear at www.ceogear.co. This has been the IMCEO Podcast with Gresham Harkless. Thank you for listening.